It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I'm your host, Luke Cho, and our special guest today, I like to Tony himself. Hello, everybody. The angry Professor P. Hello. That man <laughs> in the background. Hello. Checking that he's not saying anything wrong. Yeah. And the weatherman, Dr. Cello himself. Hello, hello. Why am I always laughing? You see your late child, so that's why you're always laughing. I thought you it went by uh, uh, wherever you. I thought it went by knowledge. Oh, oh wow, man! You're <laughs> meant. All right, right. Let's. I haven't finished my script yet. Stop interrupting me. In this episode, we are walking our way through the NFC East. But before we get into that, lads, how are we doing? Matt Byrie today. You have a script. I have a script. Every single <laughs> week. All this nonsense. It's not just off the top of your head. It's not I've right. spent hours writing that script to make sure it's perfect. That's blown my mind. What I, I do is uh, I create a script for him and I just leave parts of it with just a silly joke, say something stupid, <laughs> and he just he, he rises to it every time. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how good it'd be if he didn't have a script. That's the, that's the big thing. Well, yeah, I mean. Imagine, yeah. Oh, unscripted, my unedited Lucio. Yeah. Well, I think the listeners have heard that when, when I just went, blah, 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 blah. So that's why we've now got a script. <laughs> and when he puts talent for the show without telling anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's been banned for a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, right, lads. Uh, Cello, I'm going to start with you. This is your favourite team, I know. This week, I know you're not starting, uh, you're not wearing your T-shirt, but usually you have the T-shirt on. Boy, doesn't he have the T-shirt on? He does, yeah. He loves the Eagles. Yeah, so Charles, yeah. start off with the Eagles. Why are you so excited about this season, this season? It's more like the badge than the team, but, oh, you yeah. know. We'll back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, why am I excited? Well, the latest bit of news has got Jalen Hurts fans excited, and anyone who's got him in Dynasty with them training back. And clearly... I think not crazy, uh, drafting a quarterback. Um, am I excited for the season? Uh, they, they still got problems with weapons. Um, they still got problems with the O line. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm excited. They're still not going to win this division. They're going to finish with pack second or third. So, but there is some fancy pieces for us to talk about. Go on, then, Who's with a no straight away. No. Yeah. I'm just going to put that down aggressively. No. <laughs> I mean, capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chell, start off. Who do you think the fantasy relevant players are then this season? And then we'll go to P and you can say no. <laughs> the givers, Jalen Hurd, um, Miles Sanders. Jalen Rager should have a better season this year. Uh, Dallas Goddard, we've should get a, an uptick in value. Um, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. No, all those three players. The no, no, no. Well, no, I'm just not allowed to be excited about. It. <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't like the phrase. If I was an Eagles fan, 
No, you're not. That's not right. <laughs> or you're not allowed like to talk about injuries. You're not allowed like to talk about injuries. Not talk about injuries, <laughs> injuries <laughs> please. Don't talk about being a fan. I'm just not that excited. I think you would have missed the boat by now on Jalen Pitts, dynasty-wise, if you're trying to get him. If you've got him, you're laughing, but I don't think you're going to go get him now because his value's just shot up and you're not going to pay it. I've got Jalen Pitts in another dynasty league and I'm very excited about that. But you're not going to get much action trying to trade for him. If you're a Sanders fan, I know Antonio is, I'd be worried. Because You'd be worried? Very worried. I, I, I said this last week, like a little intro. Jalen Hitz runs 100 yards a game. He's the best runner on the team now, by far. And I... Miles Sanders wasn't blowing anyone away last year or the year before anyway. I mean, it's touchdowns. I, I'll get, someone get the numbers for his touchdowns. It's not great. He's a, he's a good runner, but he's not going to get the opportunity that you both be waiting for. He would have got it with I, I think this hurts him. Oh, and the other is... Yeah, the only thing, the, the only reason why, sorry, well, <laughs> I know you said. there was only one player left. Father, yeah, Father is highlighted for Godin, but again, the problem is I think missed the boat for training for him now. So, yeah, okay. Clear, clear cuts like them one. Well, I, I disagree with that. Literally everything you just said sure. from, from the start to the sure, finish. Right. I think, I think Hurts helps Sanders because running quarterbacks, running the only thing. So in terms of a pure runner, it helps Sanders. The only thing it hurts is his receptions because he's more likely to scramble. So when when a play breaks down with a scrambling quarterback, he's more likely to scramble and run for the yard rather than double off the run. So his receptions will go down. But as a pure runner, Jacobs's lanes get a lot bigger with a running quarterback because they have to they have to basically respect the edge. So if it, if you start doing the option, the defensive ends are going to have to stay with Hurts. And if you hand it off to the running back, you get wide open lanes. This year, Sanders will have wide open running lanes if they hand the ball off. What it hurts was his receptions. When a play breaks down, and you've got someone like Goff or Rivers who's not mobile, they're stuck. So if it's a, if it's a blitzer, for example, he'll double off to the running back. Hurts, if it's a blitzer, it hurts. He's more likely to do a Lamar scramble and get 10 yards by himself. So his receptions will go down, but his running lanes will go up. So but- I don't know. That's with an assumption that the Eagles have a massive receiving threat, so they can't stack the box and cover this. But they don't. They got Goddard and so, no one so, else. Well, I don't like Goddard this year. I think he's. Okay. I, I think he's. A, he's an absolute sell high for me because everyone's buying him. Oh. Everyone's buying him, thinking he's going to be the. He's going to be the one. We haven't seen any rapport with him Hertz yet. Zero. So he hasn't shown anything with Hertz, and also it's. It's not hurt. It isn't gone yet, but he, he's likely to go. I'm assuming um, he's. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen enough from hurt, hurt, Jalen Hurts as a passer to say, right, yeah, got it. I think he's more likely to target the wide receiver on the outside than his this um, is tight point. end. The receiving threat. It's, we don't know if he is a good thrower. He might be terrible. The problem is, I find quarterbacks who use their legs a lot are not great throwers. So I'm assuming he's a bad thrower. I'm going to assume the Eagles don't have any receiving threat because they don't. If we're going to talk about Jalen Rager, the reason he had a poor season is because they can throw the ball. And, and this means it's quite easy to stop a running tandem of Fitz and Sanders. No. 
disagree. Um, that, that was a lot of assumptions there. Was, disagree with uh, a lot, a lot of assumptions. Disprove the fit. Tell me Hertz is a good thrower and tell me the Eagles have great receiving threat. Firstly, I, I agree with Antonio about milestanders. We've seen it time and time again with these running quarterbacks. That the running quarterbacks, because they always like to hit the edge, they open the lanes for the for the for the running back. So I think that's a given. That is a given. We've seen it time and time again. So Sanders' numbers last year took a, a, a tumble anyway, receiving wise. I think he went from somewhere in the in the sixty range to somewhere in the twenty range. So it was already cut in half. I don't think it can get much worse than that. No. 20, 30 catches in a season. I don't think it can get much worse than that. And with the added ability to, to, find, to find holes, I, I like him this year. I like him more than I did last year. So that, that's one. Valdez, I think he's more of a, a hold player. I, I don't think I would sell. I don't think I would buy. I think I would hold. We haven't seen a, a large sample of players. We don't know what he likes to tag it or what kind of passer he is. So I would hold on him. On that point. Um, yeah. And yeah, okay. The receiving core is not great. They got Rager, they got uh, Travis Dolgan, they got uh, Greg Ward. It's not a stellar cast, is it? But this free agency, there's, there's, there's the draft. So we'll see what they can do with that. I'll give you another point then. Then you come back to me on that. Sanders scored oh. touchdown in four games now. Do you think is that, that going to go up or down? Just that's what you think. Do you think it's going to help Sanders score more touchdowns on the ground or less? More, more. definitely. Yeah, Better offense. They move. They move. They move. First of all, they get, they're going to be in the red zone more. What if happens if they score five touchdowns on the ground and stuff? Five that's six, only... eight touchdowns on the ground. That's only quite easy. What, how can they get less than four? This is my how point. Get, I'm going to get less than four. No, it wasn't four touchdowns. It was in four games. It was, six, oh, yeah, it was six touchdowns in four okay. But he only scored in four games. Right, got you. The problem yeah. with him is he doesn't score enough touchdowns. And I'm worried that it's going to take away from that in the, in the end zone, too. So, he, sco- so he scored... He's good enough to scramble to the end zone, just like Lamar was. All right, you can say Let's think of it a different way then. Let's think of it a different way. Towards the end of the season, Hurts played, yeah? Played week 14 against New Orleans, week yeah. 15 against Arizona, week 16 against Dallas. In those three games, yeah? In two of them. Exactly. So there you go. He's scoring in games with Hurts played. If you want to quote four-game samples, I don't think that's fair. Average 17 no, points a game in that sample as well. But, but hang on. Yeah. You just... So his his snap percentage went up. He scored in four games the whole season. That was it. And all them uh, and all those games hurts. Most of those games hurts played. Yeah. But the season before, Sanders scored in three games in an entire season. He's not a prolific touchdown scorer. This is my problem with Sanders. I don't know if he's suddenly going to explode and score ten touchdowns this season. I don't see it. All right. In twenty nineteen was his. It was his rookie season, and he had Jordan Howard faltering twenty four seven. So there's reasons for that. But I don't think he's going to take a step up to be the elite that fans and owners are going to want from him. I'm not so he, excited. You said you were excited. I'm not. That's so he he was he was he was RB twenty two last year. He missed four games. Uh, he missed three games. 
what sort of area are we rank today? Because uh, my brother's talking as if he's not draftable, and then we're talking as if oh, no, no. he's an RB1. So, so, <laughs> so what sort of area are we talking about? He's got to put context on it. Order, order. <laughs> I, I, I actually like their offensive line. Someone said they offensive, so I like Dillard coming back. They had a mass. They, they drafted Andre Dillard, left tackle, um, in the first round in nineteen in nineteen, and he lost the whole season in twenty twenty to injury. Jason Kelsey and Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson. This they they are stellar names on the offensive line. So I actually like their offensive line to get better this year. Um, I would put Sanders firmly. In the top 12 before jk dobbins before uh gibson before eckler before Whitehead there in in dynasty he'd be in that top 12 for me funny enough boys when we did this age ago he you put him as exactly 12 child you um on my list and then i don't know where you put him on my list was that redraft though yeah and child for you yeah redraft um, I, I missed all that. It's with the draft pick that Eagles have got, where do you think he's what do you think the Eagles are gonna It's a tough one. Where are they? Twelve? Someone what did they do? Because I lost back a little bit. Are they twelve or thirteen now? <laughs> They're twelve, I believe. So they tra- tra- traded with the Dolphins, didn't they? Yeah, they traded with the Dolphins, so they're back at twelve or thirteen. So you're looking at Pitts, Chase. If they want to add to their offense, nothing wrong with with Chase. There is there opposite Riga, Jamar Chase. Down option at twelve, probably. You should it be is there, tw- maybe. They are at twelve. Confirm that. You like, you like, or you select Pitts. So if they get rid of it, Pitts is a great, great, great player for the Eagles because him and Goddard, and Pitts is actually a wide receiver in the start. So that would solve this slot. Now, Riga outside Pitts and Goddard, essentially, that would be really good. So I, I think Pitts is already gone quite well. So yeah. I think if they're looking at skill position, it would be a receiver. So Chase or Waddle. I don't think it'll go Waddle because he's very similar to Rager. Rager. is a bit, yeah. bit more. A bit, so, so, yeah, it's, I don't know. They're not going to go QB, so I agree with that. Tell us, I, I love that discussion on the Eagles, boys. We'll come on to the next bit, uh, team now because I know we've probably got a lot of discussion on these first two teams. The next team is the Giants. And here, I know you want to talk about Daniel Dine. I can see it in your angry eyebrows. Do I? <laughs> Eli 2.0. Yes, yeah. Eli 2.0. What, what oh are you excited? But yeah, what's not to be excited about? They surrounded him with weapons. If he doesn't do anything this year, then it's, he's done. This is the year for him. So, got to get on board. A Giants fan or a Dynasty fan and stick and hope but he actually does something. I mean, they've surrounded him with talent. If Engram can stay fit, he might have actually his decent weapon on the field as well. One of his best weapons. Unfortunately, he never does. And so, come back. What's not the like? Yeah, but Are you really excited Barkey. about this team next year? 
Nah, something will go wrong, as it usually does. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to, I mean, last season for him, let's be honest, it tailed off after a couple of weeks when Saquon went down and then it just, it looked as if everyone gave up, to be honest. And they were think they were already thinking about next season, getting ready. So, you, yeah, you have to be a bit excited about this year to see what they do. At least intrigue. Yeah. I think it all went downhill when he was on that rushing touchdown. He just fell over himself, wasn't it? Oh, God. That was towards the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I summed up this season, as all the memes have said. <laughs> okay, Tell, uh, do you have a big fat no with being excited about the Giants? Or are you were intrigued? Intrigued was the word. Intrigued, sorry. <laughs> I'm excited about the team as a whole and for Daniel Jones. In terms of the pieces, Eh, take one apart. I'm not really excited about any which one of them. They they've all they're all just gonna eat off each other. And I dynasty wise, are you excited about Galladay? Anyone excited about Galladay going there? Is that a yeah. move up for him? This was a toss up, wasn't it? Antonio, you won't win, so you can go first. I, yeah, I think I think it's the best landing spot that was out there in terms of the Ravens we mentioned, even the Dolphins mentioned. Um, some other, some other names I can't remember them. Obviously, the Ravens would have scared the life um, when they. Daniel Jones's deep ball is actually quite good. So there was a year, the year before with Darius Slayton that he actually, I saw a stat on PFF or whatever, um, that he was the number one quarterback when targeted twenty yards then field. So that lines up with Galladay perfectly. The thing is with Galladay, he's not going to get the target. He's not going to get. He's not. He's really going to get ten targets in a game. He's a big play receiver. That's like a contested catch player. You know, you'll get the thirty-yard bomb or whatever, and then you might you might disappear to the fourth quarter where he catches a touchdown. So he's is seen in his cap in that sense, and his floor is a bit scary because of that. Because if they don't get down in the red zone, then his floor is scary. But he he is the number one. They've surrounded, like you said, they've surrounded Jones with talent now. I think Saquon's the biggest winner here, actually, out of all of them. Um, I think Saquon's the biggest winner because the more weapons you've got, obviously, takes away from the running um, game a little bit. And now Saquon and Danny uh, Jones should rise in Dynasty. Both young, both got the weapons to succeed. I'm more excited about those two than Galladay, I think. I'm with you on that. I think Galladay at best stays the same in terms of yeah. ranking. More, more than like a little bit, but yeah, I, I have to give you all that. Interesting, boys. You touched on some of the free agent moves and the draft move. Did we want to discuss any of that? What that could do to the whole league? I know we touched on some of the teams, maybe one in quarterback stuff for that. Um, and yeah, I just, I just want to start. start on, hang on, I just want to finish on the Giants because there's other pieces there. Like we we talked about Engram and Shepard and Slayton. To be honest, I don't think Shepard moves at all. I think Shepard's actually going to get the one who's got the most targets. He's going to move into the slot. And actually, you know, Galladay signing doesn't really hurt Shepard. I don't think. It might hurt his ceiling, but that's about it. His, his floor is always safe. Slayton's the one that gets hurt the most in that deal. Um, and obviously, they brought Rudolph in with Ingram. But I think Rudolph's probably going to act more of a blocker again. Again, if they do switch, to, if they go two tight ends, any formations and they got Angerman Rudolph in there, it's only going to benefit Barkley. I think Barkley is a big winner the more I think about this. 
So, um, so yeah, it's not doom and gloom across the Giants' uh, receivers because some people will think that Galladay will bring the likes of Shepard and Engram down. I think the only person who might hear is Slayton in the short term. But he's not bad by in dynasty. Sorry, Luce, what were you going to say about the free agency? Just talking about we talked about Galladay moving and then also some draft picks moving this week, some big news. Um, yeah. But also, talking about news, some news reporters are saying that Zach Prescott will be finishing uh, within the top two of the MVP voting with all the players coming around him. Do you think Daniel Dimes has a better chance or do you think nope. Prescott will be up there? What do you reckon? Prescott's, Prescott's top, locked in top five this year. Um, and he's got the, he's actually got the top, top three ceiling. He, he's the, he's probably the biggest challenger for that top spot in the fantasy at QB. The only thing with the hype's gone out of control with Dallas a little bit. Everyone is jumping on, but saying, you know, every single piece of that Dallas offense is, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I, yeah, I actually, I actually think it's got probably gone a bit, a little bit out of control. We said it right at the beginning when I was picking up Uber and uh, Lamb, etc. But, um, but yeah. Nice. I don't see any challenge from Jones to Prescott, though. I don't think so. Uh, no. Nope. Bit of a reach. <laughs> Big reach. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the trade then, boys. Tell you talked about obviously the Eagles moving back now that we have Who's now going for that quarterback? Who's going for the rookie QBs coming through in your eyes? Wow. Sam Browner made a, a clear move moving up to the number three that they want to draft the quarterback. What that means for Jimmy G, who knows? Is he staying? Is he going? Is he back at the pass? Uh, well, they seem to think he's staying. They, they put a comment out during the week saying he's our guy for the year. So wait, that's wait, a, wait. a vote of confidence. We, we <laughs> think, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it would be gone by the end of the weekend. Um, yeah. Who? Uh, Jimmy G. And I'll put the poll agree to that, the nice that army. Yeah, so we ran a Twitter poll and 73% reckon that Jimmy G, where will he be, will be at the Pat. Which one in favour of the Pat. But obviously the Pat's really signed Cam Newton. I mean, it, it's all it. I think Sam Donald's the interesting one. Because Jets are set on Wilson and two. I've read somewhere that basically the draft's going to start with... Yeah. Nice. Lawrence, yeah, Trevor Lawrence at one, Wilson at two. I, I, I can't believe Sam Daniels on again. I'm shocked. Some of that, some of the throws you. I don't know. What do you think about Sam Daniels? The only way, the only way that happens is if the Jets trade back. There's no way they draft and keep Daniels. So no. they got to trade back. They got to get that is not load up. back in picks. If if they don't want that number two pick, they've got to get some, something back for it and keep Donald if that's their plan. But I don't think that's their plan. I, I think no. they, they pick a quarterback or two and Donald is shell. It's all gear now because, yeah, the Jets are definitely drafting Wilson at two. And Donald's big link was to the 49ers. That was the one I read the news was ahead of interest. So now that's basically out the window because the 49ers have traded up three. They're going QB. I don't understand logically why you would trade up that far if you're not going to go for a QB. Yeah. So, I don't know where Dan go or land. 
Is he good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Yeah. Is he yeah. a top 32 quarterback? But for some of these teams like like a Caroline, yeah. is it worth trading for a Donald though? Or is it is it worth it for them? Donald is it a sideways move? Yeah, they're the other one in this in the top like uh, twenty picks, who I think will go after court could go after quarterback as well amongst the top two. Uh, Denver, is it Denver? Where are they? they, they might Denver be is just after Carolina in ninth. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people have seen the Falcons going after Mac Jones. Yeah. Like, like for like with uh, Matt Ryan, similar sort of style. So that's the, the majority of quarterbacks going fairly early. Yeah. Mm. I, I, do, I, I, I think that Daniel deserves another go. Cousins, Kirk Cousins is the name probably to watch because I think well, he's been linked to San Francisco as well. So I don't know, it might be in the grand plan to get Cousins there somehow and then trade three somewhere. I don't know, yeah. And also, by the way, no, I was going to say Cam Newton's deal doesn't lock him in either, Matt. Patriots have made all these moves with the tight end, receivers, loads of free agency moves. I'm going to be surprised if they, they end up with a fallback when it was top five. Some. Yeah, it's, it's, his contract's all incentive based, so yeah. they, don't have yeah. to, they don't have to do anything with him. No. Right, that's our mid-time show show done, boys. Let's talk about the best wide receiver probably in the league, fastest at least. Uh, I'm going to start off with Anto because I know he loves this player. Just say his name, Anto, and say he's very fascinating. Samuel, he's not a bad player. No, what? Take him out of the group, Yeah, No, it's fine. Look, I thought we talked about Tampa the other day. We are talking about Scott. <laughs> what? No! <laughs> not you as well. <laughs> no, on, so ta- Terry, gets, Terry, gets a, Terry gets a massive upgrade. It's obviously, so he targets his wide receiver one historically uh, and deep as well so I I know I talked a lot about his shallow rights and maybe you know last year his shallow rights were because of the lack of quarterback we'll, I'll be interested to see if he, he runs a little bit deeper next year um, and therefore his numbers go, go back to normal so yeah big big jump for Terry he won't stay where he is in the redraft ranking redraft probably more than dynasty back to the who's the quarterback after this year Conversation next year, but yeah, redraft Terry's. Um, I don't think he goes into that. I still don't think he goes into that top twelve for me though. But you know, definitely climbs. Um, Samuel, so they added Adam Humphreys as well, didn't they? This yeah. Week, which was so. I mean, they've got. Uh, he's not a bad player, mind. You know, he's no. very underrated, Adam Humphreys. So now they've got Terry, Kurt Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Logan Thomas, JD McKissick. Antonio Gibson. Uh, missing someone else as well. They've got a lot of weapons there, so their offense is just going through the roof. I don't know what that means for fantasy, though. No. There's a lot Gibson. of pieces. Yeah, Gibson. Gibson. Chow, Gibson. Is he a massive yeah. winner in all this? No, I, I don't. I don't. I, I was thinking when Fit came in, he was a winner, but I think it's more 
yeah, he's going to get more opportunities towards a goal line. It'll be a better offense. But in terms of being more productive, I can't see him being more productive. He had a ton of touchdowns last year as it was. So uh, the, the interesting one for me is Curtis Samuel. A lot of people are excited and thinking this is an amazing move for him. I think his value last year was all based on that offense and how they used him and the play calls built for him. And I can't see Washington doing the same thing. I mean, Ron Rivera had him for two seasons and he didn't have a fluid for two years. So I don't know what makes people think that all of a sudden he's going to, you know, set the world afire. So he's just that high. I think think the volume will be better for him. I don't think that how he's used especially in the jet sweep run game. I don't think that's going to happen. So he's a sell Unless he can't be in pace. I, I would sell. If I had him, I would sell high. With all the hype, I would 100% sell high. Yeah. Wow. Love that, boys. Um, so, I had quite angrily uh, doing a bro- your brother's uh, impersonation when Antonio said that uh, Gary Terry will not be top 12 WRs. No, I was agreeing. I don't yeah. think he's a, a top 12 either. I think he's he's in that WR2 conversation with that side. Nice. Okay. Um, P, what do you think about this team? I like it. I think you got Fitzpatrick now as an everyday streamer in redraft. you got to love him. I mean, he's got all the weapons right now. It's going to be great. Um, Gibson, I'm still on the fence about of what all these moves <clears throat> does to him. I can't quite decide. I'm going to come back to that. I think the real loser in all this is going to be Logan Thomas. I think his arrow was firmly pointed up towards the end of last year. He had lots of targets. He's a big guy. He's what, what people want Noah Fan to be. I think he's performing at that kind of level. The amount of targets he was getting and the size. But there's just too many weapons now. And I think his value is going to take a hit next year. Um, Going back to Gibson, then I, I don't know. There's so many, you know, Riverboat. There's so many options in our backfield. It's gonna, it's a bit of a mess. I don't know if they will rely on an exclusive RB one next year when they don't have to. Yeah, I mean, they. I don't think they will load them up with carries like they did. There's too many options. Bits around the goal line is also a threat now to him. I mean, there's it's literally all sorts of question marks popping up. So, given the hype around Gibson, I would be very tempted to sell if we could offer him in. What would you be selling him for then? Well, that's a whole other question. <laughs> Let me just ask a question. If you say Fitz is going to be good for redraft, and you say, you know, their the offense get, is improved, the defense is incredible, by the way. That's another thing I haven't said yet. They've got better on defense. So maybe their run game gets better because of that. Who's going to score the touchdowns? Because I tell you now, Kurt Samuel's not prolific. Terry had a terrible year scoring touchdowns. Uh, who else? That's why I'm thinking maybe Logan Thomas value probably doesn't die. Because yeah, if they... What's that? Logan Thomas wasn't prolific for a touchdown last year. His value came from 15 targets a game. So who's the touchdown scorer on that team? Like, I'm not answering the question. I'm just saying Thomas didn't get the touchdown. I'm going to check a name out there. Jade. <laughs> mm. 
They're not, not, he, not, he, not. The problem he's is he's wrong. not going away. Yeah, he's not going away. I agree. I don't Does think that hurt Gibbs? Hog. I think it'll be spread across the team. Yeah. Which is a problem. A well-balanced team. But if you, well you look at someone like Galladay, Galladay is a touchdown. He, he's a touchdown. You just know he's going to go up and come, do a contested catch or whatever, and he's going to come down with it. You know, even Alan Robinson, guys who've got that frame. Terry's not that kind of guy. He separates, maybe no. fits, you know, 40-yard bombs or whatever. Same with Samuel. So I, I, I don't know how, I don't know who's going to score the touchdowns in that offense. And, you know, going back to the Gibson chat, um, maybe it was, maybe it is going to be Gibson again. Because he, he was prolific last year. So it's an interesting one, Washington. Everyone thinks their arrows are up, but I, I don't know who goes up the most. And I don't know. I don't, I, I think I disagree about Logan Thomas. I think he might be the one that stays yeah, hot I- in the red zone. I told a lie here. He did score six touchdowns last year, so I'm going to take that back. Three in the first half of the season, three in the second. I took the numbers now. But what I said I firmly liked was the targets went from pretty much averaging four a game yeah. to in the last five games, he was getting nine, seven, 16, 12. The targets were just going up and up. He was the main target talking about. You realise Alex Smith is. couldn't throw in more than 10 yards. So, this, uh, this is my point. You've got Fitzpatrick in, who loves to throw it to anyone that moves, and you've got more options for him to throw it to. Yeah. So, I, I worry a little bit for him. If he doesn't become touchdown dependent, then he might have a problem. Love it, boys. So far, the first three teams have been really excited about, or pleased about. Sorry, Pia, I won't say excited. Should get angry. Um, Chell, I know this last team, you're not really fancying, like, you can't really talk much about them. Um, <laughs> Cowboys. What were you thinking, Tell? Who writes you these, these scripts, Luke? <laughs> I know. Who tells you who's excited, who's not excited about a team. That man. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> do box. not write anything past the intro for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> wash my hands of him after the first two minutes. They don't have many uh, players, do they, Tell? In the Cowboys. No, not really. About uh, not particularly. Uh, we just skip over them, I think. They're, they're a bit yeah. like the Bears. Yeah. Well, there's, only a cu- there's only a couple of things that excite Jallo. Walk in and wear the pack. And that's fine. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. I did tell you what touched on earlier. They, they, they got the Superstar 3 and then plus D, plus Dark. I mean, weapons everywhere. Um, we talked about Dynasty. Oh. CD Lamb is impossible to get. We're trying to trade for him. Uh, Amari Cooper, I would say, is, is a sell for me. If I add him, his value won't be higher than his current point. And then Michael, uh, Michael Gallup is a, is a gamble. I think he could potentially be a good buy if the owner doesn't if saw him last season. And obviously, he's a bit disillusioned without how he was playing most of the season. Then possibly he's a buy. I know my brother's been trying to sell Zeke for the last three mm-hmm. months and having absolutely no joy whatsoever with it. I, I'm going to use my sell line, which is not just a sell. I truly believe this. Next year, Zeke's going to have one of his best ever seasons. But I limit it to season. And after that... That <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs> sounded like a sales pitch. I'm yeah. worried. <laughs> I think you will. This is your time to buy. Bye-bye. <laughs> Big I stand by that. I'll have. He's back to gold. You have no, you have no castle. 
get him anymore now. Matt. He's, been... <laughs> He's got nothing left. I got yeah. some some buttons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts. That's all he's got left. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so you touched upon the Cowboys. I know he's going to have the best the next season that he's ever had. Well, what do you think about these two Chevy idiots? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all, I'm, I've all been on, all in on the Cowboys. But I think Blake Jowin is by low. I think uh, Margaret Gallup. I think Jowin and Michael Gannett are two by, if I'm honest, because Bello said about D.D. Lamb being untouchable. I think Cooper's a hold, but I think, I don't know if I would sell him, because I think value's only going to go up. Now, in Dynasty, he's young, and he's, his contract is there for the Cowboys. Everyone's talking about get out, but why, why would they get out? That's where I argue, I'm trying to get it and win now. Um, I think I put him in the top 12 early this year. Close to. <laughs> I think yeah, I think he's um he probably had the best. Zeke is interesting because they saw I think they've seen enough on Pollard to give him some snap more probably more than any other year. So I I know they've got the contact with Zeke. They they're gonna load him up because they paid if they if, if the Cowboys want to see Pollard needs to be on the field because he is explosive, young, and shown enough shown enough already. He's probably the biggest handcuff in the league that is with standard and value. So he's he's getting to a point where dynasty is you know, he's in the Chase Edmund discussion, um, in terms of someone who's been, been shown that blow up game and obviously on great offense so they get the opportunity um, <laughs> and so I'll stop but, you there because Shadow's eyes just went massive and he just started laughing the boys tell me about who, who's, who's who would you rather have in Dynasty <laughs> Chase Edmonds or Chase Edmonds or Pollard in Dynasty I'm going to go back Straight to what up. you said this. who would you have Pollard Pollard he actually has talent oh. Pollard <laughs> Pollard over Edmonds both of you in Dynasty yeah. Eyes, yeah. he's got the ability. He's a, he looks more like a free dang back than Edmund ever will. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but going back to Zeke, like I say quite clearly, I agree with you. And I think a little spell with Pollard, but, but sorry, being spelled more than Pollard will actually help him and Pollard. I think it'll help them both. They yes, it's my I'm not I doing a podcast. I'm never doing a podcast without mentioning Chase Ed from now on. Just like <laughs> whatever league, even if we go back to the AFC, he's fucking coming up. <laughs> I love the passion. Um, I brought this up to the boys the other day, and it's funny how you talk to certain players that with uh, never running back, a hand running back, they play better. Jones had it with Mar Williams. I was saying the same goes for Jacob and Drake for the readers. I think Jacob is gonna have one of his best seasons next season. What do you think, yeah. Anto? I know the Cherries disagree with me. So sad. Oh, cheers, boys. Yeah. Really There's a difference between Pollard <laughs> and Kenyon Drake. Thanks, Bum. There's a difference in <laughs> weight, <laughs> which is huge. <laughs> no. Yeah, Pollard. Pollard is. He's got all the all the traits to be a superstar. I like. I really like him. I liked him last year. Um, it's just whether or not he gets the opportunity to be to be, you know, 
minus a Zeke injury, is he going to get that chance? Probably not. Exactly. So, value-wise, Chase has already climbed him, Dynasty. Chase will not be the starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals next season. The more, the the more, running, backs, more running backs are coming off the board. Fournette, Fournette had a chance oh. to go there. He's not going there. Who else, who else recently? Who else is left? James Conner. Would you, James, James Conner. Right, one of those two land there. Are you scared? I'm not. No, because he stands by default because Connor won't be fit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Enough, Chase. Enough, Chase. He's just, he's just going there to get, get paid. That's it. <laughs> I love how Blake, Anyway, Blake, Blake Jarwin. What do you think of Blake Jarwin as a yeah, Blake? Yeah. Because Evans, Evans, Evans forgot about Blake. I was going to say, I say everyone's forgotten. He missed the entire season. But it could be another a Will Disney where he was fantastic for a season, got injured for an entire year. Um, we never see him, see him oh, again. But nothing wrong, Will. That's a gamble. Uh, he just he's just sat on my dynasty roster for two years. That's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong Will Disney. He's just not fancy one... relevant. I know one. Darwin gets a lot of stick, doesn't he, for his small hand. Um, so that's why people don't really like him as a tight down. Uh, they just worry about his small hands catching the ball. <laughs> This is really expensive, <laughs> and I think you made that up. <laughs> you talking about Donald Trump? You talking about Luke? I'm being serious. On Pro Day, every rip saying they've never seen oh, a tight end with such small hands. Fake news, Alice. Sorry. He is coming off. He is coming off the injury, and historically, the first year back from an injury. I don't think that's, that's the reason why they won't let Dalton. Is Dalton Schultz still in the contract? There, I'll check that quickly. But they won't let him go um, when you're removed yes, from yes. an injury. Yeah, so he was a prime cut candidate apparently, but I don't think they'll let him. They would have let him go already, and I don't think they will because of the Jarwin injury. They probably want to see it Jarwin first. So his by window might still be open a little bit in the season, but yeah, doesn't hurt Gallup though or Lamb either of these fans. That's how much volume that going to have. Yeah. They're going to be a. Uh, All be a terrific this offense. value though is based on that. That being one hundred percent healthy coming into the season, all the value, everything, everyone we've talked about so far, including well, Zeke. We saw, we saw it last season, including Zeke. What did Cooper do when uh, that went out? I don't, I, I can't remember. It wasn't bad though, was he? Uh, give me a week and I will tell you. Dal- Dalton, um, well, any, any week after week uh, four. Week four was Dalton and I was, I don't think Cooper. I don't think Cooper did that bad. No. He, I think he became a safety blanket, didn't he? Or was it six? It might have been week six onwards, Chell. From week, week six, six injured, yeah, week five he got injured halfway through the game. So week six onwards, Cooper didn't do that bad. So it, was just, it was, it was yeah. It looks like classic Cooper: 13-1, It's classic Cooper. It's, you get those big ceiling games and then you get one mixed okay. in into the... And this yeah, comes back to the quote that Callow's quoted in 2021, the stress of reaching the ceiling is worse than reaching the ceiling itself. Quoted in the note. Cheers, man. Wow. Very thought-provoking. Wow. It is. Yeah. Yeah. How did I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> We've got loads. Um, but, Good. boys, I think, to be honest, 
Let's go store for two. It's so exciting team. Who's going to win that division? Washington. Put a name on it. Washington, shall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Patrick's second visit to the playoff. I think this is second. <laughs> Even though he's been here for like 20 odd years, in the league for 20 odd years. <laughs> I think the Cowboys got it today. Have to, surely. Um, Anto? Uh, Washington defense is too good. Interesting. That's my mate. That's right. That's, in there. That's the clincher. The defense. I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Oh, two and two. On you, Lush. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out for a bit of fall, but I was gonna go for Washington to the Terry. I've actually put Terry instead of my. Yeah, you'll be the difference. Just quickly, and who's who's the worst team in that division? Then who's who's bottom in that division? Eagles for me. Eagles. Eagles. Unanimous. Um... Okay. <laughs> that has been top right now. <laughs> I just, I just be making sure that's all. I thought I know I. I, th- I think it might be the Giants. I think they're off. No. Yeah, no, actually, it will be the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to go Eagles. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Eagles are like not used. Eagles are not used to being at the bottom, are they? That you know they've had a couple of good seasons, Super Bowl runs, and they've collapsed completely. Strange to see. They've also got a new coach, haven't they? Doug Peterson gone. I'm not yeah. sure. I think yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, yeah, yeah. Be a fun one, boys. Nick Siriani and Shane Steichen following the plays. And the Colts, yeah. So that means we'll finally see a, a three down back from Mars Sanders, hopefully. Maybe, yeah. No more, yeah, joke, no, no more Doug Peterson. That's all I was reading. They said that was their hope. Because um, he, he was the one who got JC running as a three down back. So they're saying that's. There you go. That's their hope. But. I don't believe it. No. As well, you know. next week, boys, we're going to be talking about the Tampers, but I think the Falcons will be a really interesting one. Um, any, any, anything we want to end on, boys? My little trip to Matt. What I would say is, I think because everyone in this division's improved, I think that pushes everyone else up because they play each other twice a, a year. So the yeah. Giants, for example, have got better on offense. Eagles, um, sorry, the Cowboys have got better on offense with that back. Washington have got better on offense. So this could be like one of those divisions where you want to target fancy players yeah. like Gallup, yeah. like Curtis Samuel, like these wide receiver two threes because they've got the upside of the boom weeks. And you talk about the league in a minute, next week's league. I always used to target that fancy. That used to be my mm. like tiebreaker. If they're in the NFC South with Drew Brees, prime Drew Brees, can you? With Matt Ryan and with Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and you've forgotten Tom Brady. Bucks. Oh yeah, they, Brady. So, no, in the Winston in the Winston days. <laughs> oh, Winston in the Winston era. days. Yeah. So in that era, you always wanted to target a group of you know uh, an NFC or a, it always used to be NFC for me a, a division that's high scoring. Because they're the tiebreakers. Yeah. So if Curtis Samuel and Gallup are going around players like I don't know uh, Aguilar or someone, they're not probably, but you know, around that who's in a lower scoring league, I would always go for the highest score. So that's probably a good good thing. That's to a great that's, tip. Yeah. Love that. Great Apart tip. Apart from when they play Washington, because you don't want to go up against that defense. 
Yeah, but yeah, but you, yeah, but you say that, Chuck. But that could, there could be shootouts there with Fitz against Dak. You know, you it look at the be. defense. It, that's what I'm saying. I think that that might have changed now. You're looking at that kind of game, and you're thinking, bloody, you know, wow, this is going to have. I mean, Gibson uh, took off against the Cowboys at Thanksgiving last year, didn't he? Yeah, he touched things. So yeah. that's uh, you know that could be it, it could be shootouts galore in that league, and if the Giants. Yeah. Come, Right, on that bombshell, lad. Thanks again yeah. for joining us, listeners. As always, let us know whether you agree or disagree by tweeting us at Bangers Trap Pod. Where can our followers find you, Anto? FF underscore lights out seven. Where can our fo- uh, followers find you? Sorry, Sahami. Uh, at Sahami. And of course, you can find Ian Cello on the individual uh, tag or you can tag, uh, tweet them at Bangers Trap pod well don't want to abuse them directly good boys nice one nice one ta-da ta-da